How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 54 of the Absolute Podcast, recorded on June 17th, 2020. I am one of your hosts, Travis Stockton. With me, as always, on the other side of the internet is Andrew Crandall. Hey there, all you guys. How you doing? At Andrew loves video games. I just realized I didn't say at Ray Charles are for myself, but you all know that by now. I also, I don't know why I said, hey, all you guys. I, I, I feel that that was silly, but hey, yeah. Hey, all cool cats and kittens. Eh. Uh, on the other side of the other side of the internet is my good friend, Ethan Newbolt. Razzle dazzle, baby. At Souls Bjorn. Did you know that she got hold of uh, his, his uh, Joe Exotic farm finally? Yep. Or what do you call I it? Did. Ranch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his ranch. Yep, uh. she, Carol Baskin owns it. Goddamn Carol Baskin. Did you see that the Florida DA has decided that they uh, that she did forge her husband's will? Yes. What? Wait, Wait I did not know that. Maybe they, I didn't. Like, huh? Maybe I didn't. I think okay, no. Though they, maybe. Uh, basically, the DA, he had reached out to a couple of people, and they uh, they came to the conclusion that they are confident that the will was forged. Damn. But uh, it's outside of the... Uh, Statue of limitations now. Yeah, basically so there's they, nothing they can do. They can't do anything about it, but yeah. that bitch Man. killed her fucking husband. Oh, my God. So what happened to Jeff Lowe? Is he, did he just sell it to her? God, no, he's just like super in debt. And uh, basically, they went and seized the the, oh, so the bank from probably him. seized oh, it. And shit. then she just bought it from them yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Crazy. Which is weird because I don't know how she's got so much more money. Well, supposedly Jeff Lowe, he's already got so many other debts and stuff too. Like Dude, he wasn't because she runs an organization where she doesn't have to pay her people because mm-hmm. they're volunteers. Mm-hmm. So any donations, but I mean, they're still they're still beat. Oh, that's probably what it is. Yeah, she's probably singing a sad song. But yeah, I bet the donations are still flowing in hard. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. imagine that you you put your property on the same ranch that you know all of these. <laughs> these things are well you know your house needs to be nice because you live there so it has to be a one way so i'm sure you know the money goes you know how the you know yeah just I, I just seen some fucking, update with her where they she was doing some interview and said you know yeah it's been rough here because they can't have any guests obviously but the animals still have to eat and and well, i think good, she even threw in like a, a jab where she's like it's not like we can just euthanize them or something like oh, that god yeah, some shit like that, uh, I guess. But, but yeah, I had forgotten too that she's mostly supported by all those fucking crazy amounts of donations. And yeah, because she could just like put a webcam stuff in front of the cages, and she could still get donations yeah. over the internet and shit. Hey, join my OnlyFans. Watch the cats. Oh, oh. oh Jesus! Oh. <laughs> hey, OnlyFans doesn't always have to be exactly. I exactly. Know. That's my point. Stuff. I wouldn't know. You've never had an OnlyFans you subscribe to, Ethan? Nope. I have one. It's a guy nice. that uh, he opens packs of YouTube or uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> but isn't like why an OnlyFans? Why not a Patreon? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. Because OnlyFans account, was uh, so I'm sure there's the a first difference. thing I came up with. There's probably. Uh, oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Oh, is like because I didn't think out the joke. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> as far as why someone would start an OnlyFans or a Patreon. I don't know. I, I don't know if you can do full nude on a Patreon. That's what I'm but, saying. That's the I'm only sure that reason to do sort of an, thing to do an OnlyFans is because you want to go naked. Well, it depends on <laughs> the, you know, how much money OnlyFans lets you get to keep what their cuts are. Patreon's getting a little too big for their britches. I feel like every month I get a new email that's like, They're hey, expanding. we're changing how taxes you, you know, works. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. They, they keep doing all these things where it's like they adjust because it's. <laughs> 
Ah, well, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> it's a whole other thing. Because, uh, but this is the actual podcast where we mostly don't focus on Carol Baskin or the difference between differences between OnlyFans and Patreon. Uh, we like to talk about video games and uh, mm-hmm. the things we love about them. Uh, has anyone played anything else interesting this week? I'm, I'm seeing God damn it, seeing some stuff from Ethan. Drew's got a. I'm still, still playing I the Outer my, Worlds and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember on Slack the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew, mm-hmm. see Andrew. When the mics are going, he likes to sound like a nice guy. He likes to say, <laughs> pretend like he's caring and sensitive, and sometimes he gets a little quiet because no. he doesn't want to be involved in the pitter patters that are going on between us, uh, us people not afraid to speak our mind. And the second the mics go off, he's a monster. I'm truly not a, a monster. A, truly an evil man, and he starts. <laughs> verbally assaulting Ethan the other day on Slack, calling him a fake gamer, bro. What? Now Call, you're just putting him words sh- in my mouth. All right. You're going a little too far with this. You've done that. I was just poking, I was just poking <laughs> Ethan Travis. with a stick, just, just trying to edge him on. And it worked, too. So I would never do anything like that. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. The conversation, I, I, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but the conversation came up, and I think y'all were joking with each other about finishing games again. And, yeah, uh, you and Drew were were joking about, it, and then I came in with a. No, I specifically was like, Ethan, I don't even joke. You get respect for me. We said this on the last podcast. Where it's right. Like, You're the but only it was one after I. It was all. It was after <laughs> I brought up the Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> Oh yeah, because you said what you guys were talking about. I finished it, and then and Ethan was like, "I'll, oh wait, maybe Ethan, you were the one who instigated." No, I didn't. No, I wasn't even talking talking. about. We were talking about when like the Last of Us Two came out, and we were talking about how like me and you were going to do a deep dive, and Ethan wanted to do a Final Fantasy VII deep dive as well. And we were so complicit. We were all complicit. This is completely wrong. I'm going back into Slack to read it because. You yeah, people, I, you I, people I are crazy, exactly. and you're, you're Even, a bunch no, of this drunks. Wasn't, this the wasn't, conversations move fast. In, this wasn't in Slack. This is whenever we were. I think no, we were playing it was Warzone in Slack because Travis. That's how Travis started. This was. It was in Slack. Ugh. No, we, we could even be conf- like mixing up three different conversations. I don't I remember. I think we are. No, because um, I I remember we had this conversation verbally. Here we go. Like we were in Here a chat. we go. I found it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because we were talking about editing. Yeah. And then uh, Drew said, I'll get around to Final Fantasy VII Remake when the second one comes out. And I said, sure, Jan. And uh, <laughs> and Ethan said, man, just to prove a point, I'll fucking start an Outer Worlds playthrough right now, motherfucker. <laughs> and that's when I was like, Ethan, you don't have anything to prove. Yeah. Against <laughs> all odds, you finished Red Dead 2. And then I go into the And I said that you, you get the pussy on the pedestal cred. See, I was mostly all right. I was giving you props for the bloodborne and you laughed see everyone's having a good time and then there's this part down here with drew saying that you're dickless and i was like where did that come from stop doing that, that. Like, god <laughs> damn it <laughs> let it be known anyway, that, so let it be known that, that ethan, I, I, I do have a dick <laughs> so ethan, you started Ladies. the outer worlds this week yes i did did you get to put a lot of time into it because it sounds mostly like you've been playing uncharted i, uh, I put i put a little bit it. i put like maybe uh 45 minutes or something i was i was going through it so pretty you're still on the first planet pretty yeah yeah definitely i was still in yeah, unless um, you're speed running like i was still in everwaters or whatever the first the first edgewater. town water edgewater yeah. what it's called yeah um, i had done a couple of quests in there with my my big dumb strong guy 
Mm-hmm. And then, uh, oh wait, and so then, you decided to make a big dumb guy too? Way to be yeah, original. He's, he's super strong. And uh, <laughs> see, what I did though is I think I made him too charming because he oh, had, so was a charming moron. That's yeah, dangerous. I kind of <laughs> wanted him to be like a bully jock in high school, where he was like, you know, that's what I'm going for but, right now. But unfortunately, yeah. like, but you ended up with John Hamm from Thirty Rock. Kind of. He's <laughs> yeah. He's kind of just like a handsome actor because he's really charming, so I can like persuade you talk people your way out of but i don't have to be dumb yeah i mean i still use the dumb thing when it comes up but he's also like really smooth so uh he can kind of he doesn't necessarily need to be so smart. are you using range weapons or melee weapons uh, only melee weapons that's and what i'm doing it's, too it's funny because when i started a second character that was going to be more of like a gunslinger kind of person mm-hmm. uh i had better lock picking and i unlocked this first chest and then i found like a way better two-handed thing that i wish i had found on my other character and because it would have been perfect i mean and it was what useless you can do, for this one. What, what you can do is is just remember where that where that is and then once you progress further along in the story because you can get some companions and enhance your yeah, skills but by and then it'll and go be, back and get it but, but you by don't know then i can i'll already have a because it was only a level one so yeah, yeah. I mean, but Are you can sure? also you you can also I I believe I think upgrade it was, it to your to 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 match oh, your current level because I know? think it was meant to be like a starting weapon. But um, yeah, you're right. I can just go back. That's true. It's very true. Mm-hmm. Very Are true. you sure the stuff true. in the chests is the same and they're not like kind of randomized a little bit? I'm not. Uh, I, I'm kind of uh, thinking it's more like Fallout, where it was like that, you know, like mm, New yeah. Vegas. But uh, I, could, I, was I could be s- mistaken. You're totally right. I was in the starting place, so I kind of figured it was it was like the same for the certain part of it. But I don't know. It maybe maybe you're right. Yeah. Remember. So whenever you're playing your dumb melee character, how are you handling? Are you just running in and swinging shit? Um, or? I do like a a charge attack. I think I just picked up a shovel. Yeah, the white. Yeah, yeah, the one up where a you shovel, like a hold so I uh, have right a, trigger and you hold it over your head and yep, shit. And, and then I yeah. just uh, I just do that and they're usually dead. <laughs> See, that's what I've been doing as well. I like to like, uh, you know, I'm dumb sneaky guy. I'm like sneaking up behind people and everything. And I got like my different melee weapons. I got my slashy weapons for humans. And I got my blunt weapon for machines and everything. <laughs> no, I, I just it's have one. Fantastic. I just have one thing and I swing it really hard and they. Oh, they, really? They okay. Because yeah, I have I put I'm like level. <clears throat> level three or four and i have like 50 strength already yeah so do i I'm right I there know. as well with i'm you. trying i'm trying to be just super strong nice strength. but uh <laughs> yeah I, I, I did a couple of quests there's there's a lot of side quests so there's a ton yeah, so I was yeah like, uh, I mean, i'm gonna put this off to the side until i finish at least the uncharted stuff so no, I'll I got come, you. I'm kind of just like it. mainlining it right now, but I also did a whole bunch of side quests on my first playthrough, and those were probably my favorite part of the game compared well, to the main story. It wouldn't have been so bad if like I had I I did two side quests and I was gonna turn them in and I was like, all right, cool, I'm gonna be done with these and then I can move on to something else. And then it was like another part to the side quest, and I was like, Okay, yeah. not everybody <laughs> needs like a four part fucking Oh, quest they all tree. do. Yeah, it's well, it's insane. Yeah, it, those side them. quests evolve into a whole other thing. You yeah, know, so we'll we'll see how. Do how you have any uh, companions yet? Have, no, have, no, I didn't get that far. Or oh, if okay, there's so anybody you, early on that you can get, I did yeah, not try. Pavardi is your first companion that you can get. Like, have you even gone up to meet the mayor of Edgewater yet? No. Oh wow! All right. I just started doing side quests because people all were right. like, "Hey." 
I was like, hey. Help me out with this shit, yeah. I was like, uh, okay. Yeah, because <laughs> the two companions on that planet that you can get are Pravardi and then the priest well, in that town. Don't, you don't, can don't get them. Yeah, don't, don't spoil, what are you, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. He doesn't know he gets to team up with the priest. Now I'm going to actively kill those people. Yeah, just knock I, them do the what fuck you want, out. man. I yeah, will. Have fun. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to be too See how good dumb. you feel as a person after you kill Pravardi and let me know how that feels. I have no feelings. I'm Chad. <laughs> Chad. Ch- Chad has yeah, no Chad. feeling. No, Chad. Chad. No, I'm Chad. Chad. No, I like I'm Chad. Ch- I'm Chad. I keep hearing you say Chad. Well, I'm not. So stop <laughs> hearing that. But yeah. And then I beat uh, Uncharted 2 and I started playing Uncharted 3. Hey, yo. Because I'm, I'm going to play 3. Uncharted 4. Nice. Because I've only played 2 and 4. Um, Would you skip 3, 4? I just didn't get it around at the time, you know? Oh, okay. Weird. Yeah, I mean, I have the that collection because it was uh, free on PlayStation Network. Yeah, I, I would it's like to go there. back it's, and play three. It's in there because yeah, you, I, you I one through three is just such a good trilogy, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, I try. You know, like you saw, like I tried to play one, and I was just like, this didn't age well at all. Uh, um, one's yeah, all right. even it's it's almost got like its own kind of weird charm too. Like it's it's, it's okay. not unplayable. It's okay. You're right. It's definitely not unplayable. But I just don't have that nostalgia for it that makes me want to be like, oh, I got to finish this. The you jump know? from one to two is definitely. Uh, I don't think a much, it's nostalgia. A much, uh, it, I think what happens, it's a good one. Almost, I would say, where if you play two and three, to go back and almost like see if you can play the first one again because it's really more. Like if you when you play one, even back then, it's not like it became a bad game. It wasn't great when it came out. You were there for the storytelling and the cinematics. Yeah. And the fact that it came out so soon into the PS3's life that like you could. It wasn't a launch title, right? No. No, but it came out really quick. I I can't remember exactly it was originally supposed to be a launch title, and they gave them a little extra time. She quick. Uh because if it didn't come out (laughs) at launch, I mean, I think that would have been the death of the Uncharted series. Like it, it it, the, the game as it is now, if they had released it in something even less polished, I, I don't think we would have seen. Yeah, well, even then, I remember when the PlayStation three. three launched. Like, even the launch titles for it weren't that great. Yeah, I mean that whole gin was just kind of iffy at the beginning, but um, yeah, too. I, I would say it's still worth playing the first one just because I mean you're you, it's another story with these characters in it. You know, the the writing's always been great. It's just okay. the things in between that aren't excellent. Yeah. But that's another reason why I just fucking throw that thing on the easiest difficulty, run through the, all the fights, you'll be fine, and then play two and three. <laughs> but uh, Drew, you've been playing more uh, Outer Worlds and Alan Wake. Any any new thoughts on on your particular playthroughs of those? Um, Outer Worlds, man. I mean, like I said before last week, I'm playing my dumb corporate loving playthrough, and it hurts. It's fucking still hurts to just be shitty to people. Like I don't want to spoil it, spoil it for you, Ethan. But there's a there's a point in Outer Worlds where you, you can help these people or not help them, and I did not help them, and I fucking it it just hurt my soul. But why did you? Not, count- what made you not decide to help? Because he wanted he did what the corporation told him to do. Yeah, exactly. That's the playthrough that I'm doing right they now. Explicitly, we're like, hey, don't help those people. Yes, because yeah, it's it yeah. benefited the corporation not to. We'll yeah, we'll Ethan, see. you'll get into it once you play the other. <laughs> yeah, we tomorrow. will. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I can help the corporation without fucking over those people. But we'll see. <laughs> um, you totally <laughs> can. You totally can. There is we'll so see. many we'll options see. of of ways to help these people or yeah, not help will these you people. Be or anything? Smart enough to we'll figure see. out. We'll see. <laughs> Will your character mm-hmm. be intelligent enough to help both people? I think he'll be just God, dumb so enough smug, to try. Just, we'll see. We'll see. You know. <laughs> but uh, the, playing no as time. like 
playing as like a melee character. Uh, I am enjoying the combat aspect of it before or not before uh, of this playthrough um, because I just like sneaking around and like Ethan says, you know, just hold the right trigger and just get up behind someone. Boom. One shot. You know, it's just it's like playing my sneaky Skyrim character all over again. You know? Yeah. And I, I just don't think the shooting in the outer world is that great. It really yeah, isn't. And that was not that great. Can that I do the one? Uh, no, you cannot. Boo. That was one thing. Uh, <laughs> Two out of ten. I think. I think I said whenever I first uh, reviewed the Outer Worlds is that like the shooting's not that great, but the thing that really made me enjoy this game was the dialogue and the options you have in it. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, the shooting all the way back to Fallout Three is not what you're there for. Like it's no. it's it's a first person shooter. After it's an RPG, after well, it's mean, an immersive story, I, I came in for the shooting. I thought it was going to be a space cowboy, bang bang, smoke a cigarette. You can do that if you want to smoke yeah. a cigarette, but it's not modern warfare, you know. Well, it's, it's, what does it have to? What does that have to do with it? I mean, because the modern warfare, because the shooting, it's modern a polished player, shooter. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's tight. It's got guns that feel well, good. No, but I mean, I can still duel in like other games that aren't modern. Yeah. No, we're not arguing with that. We're just saying it's like you might have came for the, you know, I'm not, I'm not even going to go into it. I'm not even going to go into it. I think you get it, but I can't tell if you're best with me or not. Uh, I just um, want to use two guns at the same time that are small and fit in my hands. I'm my, sure there's a mod for What that. is my other hand doing the whole time? Just jacking off. Just sitting on the ammo. Just hanging there. the magazine just in case. Mm-hmm. Am I holding on to my head? Yeah, it might fall off otherwise. Just, just a big dumb dummy. Other than that, uh, I'm about I'm halfway through. I'm on episode four of Alan Wake right now, so I'm like halfway through it, and it's still spooky and fantastic and weird and David Fincher esque, and I'm I'm excited to get to figure out what the fuck's going on. And I know there's two DLCs for it, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to finish Alan Wake. Are there two? I just remember there being American Nightmare. I think there is two. Whenever I Googled it, I could I, I could be misremembering it. Whenever I Googled it, I it, like mm-hmm. how many episodes are in uh, Alan Wake. Uh, it said six and then, yeah, two DLC, but I could be misremembering it. If I if, if I am, then uh, I, I'm sorry. No, you might be right. I just The one that sticks out of my mind is American Nightmare. No, it's kind of like a standalone expansion thing. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to finish Alan Wake. I'm going to and then I'm going to go back and uh, finish all the stuff I didn't do in Control, and then I'm going to go and do the DLC for Alan Wake. And then whenever uh, the Alan Wake DLC for Control drops, I'm going to go back and do those two DLC. Nice. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Control, uh, there are some rumors now that some job listings have shown up at Remedy Entertainment. Hinting that uh, development on Control Two might be starting soon if it has not already started. Oh fuck yeah, dude! That's yeah. oh man. Very Can you imagine like we get a Control Two in like a year in the PS Five life cycle? That would be fucking dope. Okay. That'd be what super kind of hot, man. Anything, yeah. anything good? They're looking for a social media manager, dude. Oh manager, I, told, I don't want to be a manager. Ethan, you can show him your Twitter prowess. I don't want to be a manager. Yeah, dude, t- sh- send him some of your tweets, dude. Send him your tweet portfolio. No, yeah, exactly. Oh. Show him all the times he tweeted at IGN. What? I've never tweeted at that. <laughs> All right, bad joke. Sorry. <laughs> I've seen some IGN tweets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. <laughs> I think maybe I did hit a wall in Final Fantasy X HD Remaster, but it knocked me out so hard that I didn't realize that was a wall, and I've just been like kind of grinding my face against it this whole time <laughs> because. 
nothing to report other than I have completed the sphere grid lines for every single character. So I've unlocked every node that was filled already for all seven player uh, characters in Final Fantasy X. Uh, tro- that took a lot is of grinding. A trophy for it? No, this is just oh part of because you still have to uh, you still have to fill in the sphere grid. I have to get the nodes, so I have not technically earned a trophy for anything I did throughout the wait, last week. Wait, then what when was you, the last time you what earned have you a done? trophy in this? I'm yeah, confused. <laughs> Hold on. I told you it's just more progress towards the trophies that I'm working on. So you oh, filled God. them out as in like as in like so you know the sphere grid uh-huh. like in, when you go to a node on the sphere grid like the small you're connecting nodes. that line so when you go backwards now you can go like four places for every one sphere level versus if you're going to something new you you haven't built the line yet so one sphere level is one node i'm just gonna look it up later but basically i've just but that sucks i've just gotten to every node on the on the grid for each character yeah, yeah, yeah. so now it won't take as long like if i need to go to an empty node i don't need as many sphere levels to go backwards uh that sounds awesome. No, so mostly that was just grinding out the stats and stuff that I need for the super bosses and stuff that That's I have so to fight. Because um, like I, I like almost everyone like like Titus, Orin, and Waka are all at like 200 strength now, which is very high. Uh, they max out at 255, so now I can brute force some of the super bosses with them. And then like uh, Yuna and Lulu, their magic stats are super high. I can like one hit kill most of the super bosses with Anima if I have the overdrive. Because Anima's strength stat is matched. So a lot of this was just like you want to, because of the people you have to beat to grind out the the sphere nodes that you fill in yourself, they're all so strong that like you need to go through the sphere grid first once at least. So it's all just prep. So <laughs> basically now I'm at the part where I can fight like Juggernaut 50 times to get 100 sphere <laughs> node or strength spheres. Uh, and I don't think that part will take long. Cause I'm not trying to like stat max or anything like that. I, I already have a hundred magic defense spheres just from doing other things. I think I just need to grind out a hundred strength spheres and I'm just going to make everyone super fucking brutal strong and say, fuck it to the other stats. And then, uh, should be good to go, good to go to fight nemesis and penance. And then I'll, uh, we'll I'll see. get that sphere grid trophy. We'll for see that. how that penance fight goes, man. You got to stream. You got to stream that for me. I will watch. I will watch that. Well, it's one of those things that's going to be put on uh, backlog because The Last of Us 2 is about to come out, uh, which we'll talk about momentarily. So I'm going to put that down like right away and play The Last of Us 2. And then like I did with uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake and Persona, once The Last of Us Part 2 is done, I'll come back to 10, grind out some more, and then hopefully get that platinum. Because uh, everything I've read about The Last of Us Part 2, like you're, just like the other one, you're not going to platinum it in your first run. So it, you're going to have multiple playthroughs anyway uh, if yeah, you try to go for yeah. the platinum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I because read it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's like a Naughty God. It's a Naughty God game like Uncharted. Yeah, you're going to have to beat it once, go on the higher difficulty, beat it again, you know? Yeah, and it's not a story that or you want to follow with a trophy guide pulled up in the ba- in the corner. Uh, like no, it, I'm, you I'm excited to get immersed the story. in this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and and stuff like finding collectibles and everything that we can do that through chapter select later. I'm not interested in doing that on the first try. Uh, but uh, other than that, Final Fantasy, X, that's all I played all week. If I had time to play a game, I was uh, just in that grind. Everyone's so strong though. Yuna can <laughs> smack you with her little pole and do 99k damage. 
every That's time. Crazy. <laughs> the little Moogle that Lulu has. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just run over and like do 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 bong and just like fucking hundred thousand damage. It's it's great. They're all so, so you just basically like one shotting the shit out of people. Uh, yeah, almost everyone except for like the hardest of the super bosses that have yeah. like extra armor and stuff like that are, are all just like one shots. That's crazy. Yeah, it, the stats get pretty ridiculous in 10. That's why you have to have such strong bosses. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, let's go ahead and dive into our review roundup. Yay. Roundup, roundup, roundup. That was totally a live special effect. That was not me just cupping my mouth and going to a different direction as I spoke. Oh, no, it totally sounded uh, like a like, uh, sound effect. Totally. Yeah, yeah that was like some Pro Tools, plugins, spent a lot of money on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Last of Us Part 2's embargo dropped last week, and reviews are in for the PlayStation 4's Swan Song release. Open Critic has the game at a mighty 96 out of 100, with 99% of critics mm. recommending it. They summarized the reviews with, quote, simply put, The Last of Us Part Two is yet another masterpiece from Naughty Dog that should not be missed. It is a brutal, poignant, beautiful, cohesive, and thrilling experience. Memorable characters are noted. While Ellie takes center stage, she's surrounded by a phenomenal cast of characters. Combat stealth. While Ellie takes center stage, she's, I think, oh, okay. it, my, my, maybe my ass just got cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. Combat, stealth, and puzzle sequences stay fresh throughout, and Naughty Dog's storytelling prowess continues to shine in this emotional narrative. Hype levels, where are we at? Where's it? How, Dude, how you feeling? 110. I'm so 110% excited for this. Hype. Yeah, I'm yeah. like just. Uh, I, the closer I, we get, stoked. the more it's becoming like a real thing, and like that clock on my ps4 menu keeps counting down i'm like oh fuck yeah like it's one of those i always it's i feel like lately especially the tail end of the generation i hit that lull before (laughs) something actually comes out where i'm like okay i'm just ready for it to come out i don't want to think too much about it so i I feel like i'm not that hyped and then the closer we get we're like oh my god this is a sony first party game it's like a it's like playing a whole different caliber of game when you play something that's like sony first party and I know that sounds super fanboyish, and I know these games aren't for everybody, but there's something special it's true, about though, because what that title other up. system besides Nintendo, okay, uh, has that, you know? I mean, Xbox yeah, clearly doesn't. Yeah, and the Nintendo stuff, it just, because the kinds of games I play doesn't quite hit that same note, but like when you boot something up and it says Sony Computer Entertainment Presents, I'm just like, oh. Well, actually, I guess now it'll be interesting to see if this is the first uh, one that has uh, PlayStation Studios when you boot it up. Oh, yeah. That's a very I'm not point. sure which one we're going to see. But even so, like, that's another thing, too. Like, at that PS5 event, every time the PlayStation Studios popped up, you're just like, fuck, yeah, this is going to be something awesome. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Very excited to boot it up. Uh, debating if I want to change my sleep schedule so that I wake up refreshed and ready to, like, hit go at, like, 11 o'clock tomorrow night <laughs> and just, like, play all fucking night. I think that's what I'm going to do because I'm off on Friday. So I am, I'm going to preload it tonight. And then, yeah, as soon as I get off tomorrow, I'm going to be like, we're doing it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Ethan, are you still uh, not sure if you're picking this up right away? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how so, yeah, not sure. Undecided. That's fair. That is fair. And then, uh, man, only one more month out and we got Ghosts of Tsushima. That's... It's just bananas. Ghost of sushi. Yeah. I don't want some sushi bad. Sushi good. I've been wanting some. Ghost uh, of Sushimi? 
<laughs> Ghost of Sashimi. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the Nintendo bootleg port that'll be coming out. Yeah, exactly. In a few months. Just wait for that. When all of a sudden, some nobody developer decides to cash in on the mobile port. Next, we got one piece of news for the rumor mill. I got to figure out a better way to intro that because it's not news. It's specifically a rumor. That's going into the rumor mill. You know what you need to do is you need to find like uh, a sound clip it of like a mill spinning and just be like, it's the rumor mill. Oh, those are such a pain. He has to edit in that. <coughs> what I need to do. Here's, here's all the things we need to do. We need to get <laughs> a soundboard set up so I can have like an OBS like style soundboard thing. Oh, yeah. For when we're recording the podcast live and I can hit like a button mm-hmm. and it plays the mill. <laughs> and we get the mill sound effect. <laughs> Uh, beyond 3D forums poster Eastman, who has proven reliable within Microsoft Insider information in the past, has described Xbox's July event as a quote night of mic drops. According to his rumor, the series or the Xbox Series S will be announced and will be half the price of the Series X. And then while pricing is not finalized yet, Microsoft is prepared to go as low as four hundred dollars. For the Xbox Series X system, damn, damn. guys, yeah, like what? I, shit, like I said before, Phil Spencer is definitely <laughs> whipping out his big black X cock for this shit. Like, if holy shit, that's insane. Drops for four hundred, and then you have basically what amounts to a souped up Xbox One X releases the Series X for like two hundred or two fifty this holiday. Holy shit. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a tough sell, man. Like I, I and obviously what it comes down to is let's see the, the first party games that that they've got cooked up. And it's definitely going to be interesting. I mean, we know that Microsoft's been pushing the marketing really hard. I kind of gave them shit about that last week when it's like they had that news recap of all the features of the Series X and mm-hmm. posted it in a news blog as if it was news when it wasn't. But like they're getting out there and getting people talking about it, getting Twitter rumbling and saying, well, Microsoft said this, this and this. And we don't know anything that's happening with Sony yet before the PS5 gaming event, obviously. But them talking about things like smart delivery, I see so many people wanting Sony to say something about their version of smart delivery. Which is funny because, like, technically Sony already has one. It's called Cross Buy, and it's existed since 2012 when the PlayStation Vita <laughs> launched. But the but Sony doesn't talk about it that way. You know, they're not out in your face every week posting another post on their Twitter. Man, I don't Cross think Buy they coming have for PS5 to. and stuff because they've been on the top. We're gonna for find so out real long. soon if they have to. I know, yeah. I know they're on the top, but like, that's the thing is, if you want to stay there, you've got to start talking and and. Uh, Maybe they're going to. Maybe that's something that rolling into July, August, September, as they see more of what Microsoft is saying, that they start talking more. But I don't know. And it's it's one of those things. It's not like it's anything to worry about because none of us have any skin in the race. But as far as if Microsoft doesn't slip up again, if in July we do see first party games running on Series X, if that Halo Infinite reveal just looks fucking crazy I don't know what other <coughs> mic drops there can be outside of like pricing and 
and uh, I don't know, maybe the Xbox All Access program they do, Guess which is the what? one where it's like Dragon Scale's a real thing, and we're bringing it back. <laughs> Dragon Scale? You mean uh, Dragon? I don't remember what it was called. Oh, Scalebound. Scalebound. No, thank you. Phil, people keep asking Phil all the time, and he keeps having to say like, "No, it's dead. We're not. I, no, I, it's I, never yeah, happening." Bad joke. Bad joke. I wish. No, it would have been a great joke. If, if I had uh, gotten the, got name, the right. name right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, that would be a mic drop moment, though, if they had taken because they still technically own the IP. If they had been like, oh, you know, we took it away from Platinum, but we gave it to so and so take turn mm. or turn 10 or something. And this is their version of scale bound. And they came back with this huge new event showing it off. I'd be like, oh, fuck. OK, let's get it. Go. <laughs> let's get it on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I the mic drops thing. It's got to be stuff for like. I keep wanting to say like Elden Ring and like Batman yeah, and stuff, Elden. but I feel like those games are never going to exist. They're never coming out. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Night of Mic Drops. When is the July event supposed to occur? Uh, there's like no what? official date. We just know okay. July. I, if I had to guess two weeks in, maybe it, that would put it uh, four weeks after the Future of Gaming event, uh, about six weeks after the Xbox first party showcase. So I'd say probably week two if I hmm. had to put a date on it. Nice. Again, and just like everything else, that's all assuming that we don't have 500 million new cases of COVID all of a sudden or some new breakout or someone at Microsoft gets sick, like it, or who knows, like as long as <laughs> North Korea doesn't nuke us or an asteroid crashes into Manhattan, like anything could happen at this point. But yeah, very, very interested to see what comes out of this. And this is kind of what I was talking about a few months ago, where it really comes down to does Microsoft care if they lose $100, $150 per box, if it gets you into Game Pass, if it gets you into Xbox Live Gold. And if anyone's set to take that hit, it's it's Microsoft. And that could be very damaging to, to what the holiday sales look like, because I don't think Sony could match them at 400, even with that discless drive. I just, I, it isn't, I see no world where Sony could charge $400 for the PS5. Uh, I agree with you there. I just, I, I don't know how that could happen. Um, I mean, Microsoft was, you know, has been such a loser in this generation that they're really trying, you know, to make, be something special, at least, you know, with this upcoming one. So, you know, I, th- I think they're willing to take that loss on a $400 console because of all their services that they're, you're going to sign up for and forget about, you know? Um, yeah, I just, I think they're willing to take that loss. Yeah. I mean, uh, the biggest thing too, with like, as far as game pass and stuff and Xbox live gold, I mean, if you're buying Xbox, you're probably getting Halo <laughs> infinite with it, you know, and you're going to need online and, you don't even have to spend 60 bucks on Halo if you don't want to. You can spend $10 for that Game Pass subscription. So services are going to be huge for them. They're already huge for them. But, yeah, I'm of the same mind. If you sold someone an Xbox Series X at a loss of $150 between – if and then if you sold them on Game Pass Ultimate, which is Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass combined – 10 months of that means you made your money back on that person. Like you just have to have them hooked for 10 months and you close the gap of what you lost selling them that console. And then it's just additional revenue from there. Totally what they're going for. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I'm hoping we get some new X cloud news too. I think that would be interesting to kind of revisit that and talk more about X cloud and stuff. Cause I, I want to see them hype that up more and push Sony on a PlayStation now 
mm-hmm. and get Sony maybe thinking about switching up how that service works a little I bit. I mean, you know, if they come, you know, hit the ground running with the Xbox launch and the X Cloud comes out, you know, at launch or maybe a few months afterwards, Sony's definitely going to have to respond with something. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hoping by August we've got a big Sony event that like, or even, even honestly, I'd take a PlayStation blog post. It doesn't have to be a big hyped up event, but just something that's like, here's our user interface. Here's what we're doing with our voice assistant. Here's the new PlayStation store. Here's what our, our new plan with PlayStation now. Here's the new benefits you're going to get with a PlayStation Plus subscription, et cetera, et cetera. I, I really want them to come out and start talking features. And I know we're supposed to get to see the new UI pretty soon. Yeah, the the rumor for that is that sometime by August is that when that's going to happen. Like, that's and not fucking soon. <laughs> Dude, everything it's with a month Sony and a half is not fucking soon. It's always soon with them. They're Sony now. Have you not seen those memes? That's funny. No, <laughs> I haven't. Sony, that's pretty Sony. funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, why don't we get into some news? Some all real right, I'm shit. about it. About it. No rumor mill here. This is all stone cold facts. Facts. Starting with. Some clarifications on things that happened at the PlayStation 5 Future of Gaming event, starting with Insomniac Games' Spider-Man Miles Morales. Insomniac has confirmed it is a standalone game. Okay, Many people online seemed confused after the games revealed during the Future of Gaming event last week with word that many of the titles shown were revealed later on in their individual trailers on YouTube to be either timed exclusives or cross-platform releases which begged the question if Miles Morales was some sort of cross-generation DLC add-on for Spider-Man on PS4, or if it would somehow be a smaller experience or something. And Tom X said, all we can say right now is it's a standalone game. You don't need the old Spider-Man for it. It's not coming to PS4. Uh, this is a PS5 game. Uh, they did not comment on the length of the game or how substantial it's going to be, only saying that they were going to have more to reveal in the future. But this is something I, I, I saw a lot of especially on Twitter, a lot of people that just seem confused. They, A big crowd of people convinced that this must be a PS4 game too, that this is going to be some sort of DLC expansion. Yeah, that's kind of like been mind-boggling to me because like it, it was shown at a PS5 event. Why would they put this on the PS4? You know, to have well, an exclusive that, event and, you know. That's what some of these guys were saying is that, I mean, because if you go on to YouTube and you watch through these trailers now, they're in 4K and stuff. Stuff like that uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits that looked so good. It looks, And we were yeah. like, this looks like a like a PlayStation 5 game. That's coming to PS4. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. And so, and that was the thing, because at the end, a lot of trailers were having stuff that said, PS4 and PS5 or, you know, console exclusive. Uh, if I may come into other platforms at a date. Uh, but the thing with Kena, the Bridge of Spirits or whatever it's called, it kind of feels like it could be a PS4 game, you know, as to where like whenever you're watching Miles Morales, uh, especially that intro scene where his, his, his like suits like getting disintegrated and everything like that, that shit looks PS5 as fuck, you know? Um, yeah, that's just basically my point. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. I mean, I agree. Yeah, that that's why I thought it was interesting because like when I was watching Kena, I thought that looked PS5 as fuck. Like okay. her animations, the quality of the depth of field, all of the effects coming off of her and stuff. That's a game where I think like because it's running on Unreal Engine 4, the developers did confirm that, that that's one where it's like there's going to be significant cutbacks to get it running on PS4. Absolutely. But, it, but the version they showed looked like i was like man this must be exclusive 
So there's a lot of things that they can scale. And then just like with, I mean, Spider-Man and Horizon and stuff like these games came out so recently on PS4. We know that like the base tech ran on PS4 at some point. Like even if you scale up the textures and scale up the physics and make the resolution higher and stuff like that mm-hmm. could have been a PS4 game. I think that's what some people were arguing too. They like, you know, you've got plenty of people out there that are not like us. Where we're like, oh, day one, yeah, I'm buying this thing. There's a lot of people that are like, I don't want to buy a new console right now. I just bought a PS4 Pro this last holiday. Like, I don't, I'm in it for PS4 games right now. And they kind of feel left out because to them, they're looking at this and saying, this doesn't convince me I need a PS5. And it's weird that Sony and Insomniac are leaving 100 million units in the dust to say that this is only going to go to PS5. So I think that's where the confusion came from is that like, okay. And I almost, I mean, I can, and I can see where that comes as a de- plain devil's advocate. I can see where you would expect that. That's why I think, I think I said something about that during the event where I was like, I think it's ballsy that Sony's saying, nope, you have to go to PS5 to play the next Spider Man game, which was the fastest selling first party exclusive on PlayStation 4 throughout the generation. That's a power move from then saying, hey, we want to move you over. If you don't want to move over right now, that's fine. But here's eventually the you're going to have to. Yeah. yeah. Here's the shiny keys that were jingling in front of your face over at the <laughs> PS five aisle. Come get it, man. Come get it. Uh, but yeah, anyway, clarified that, that it is standalone. It is not DLC. It's not some sneak expansion kind of thing. Uh, no, it also, Oh, oh go, go ahead. That? No, give me some final thoughts. Oh, I was just going to say it, it, people thinking, that it was just like some sort of fancy expansion kind of also flabbergast me. It's just like, I get, I, like I said in the beginning, like for a PS file reveal event to reveal that, like, of course that's going to be a standalone game for them to be like Spider Spider-Man miles Morales, $30 uh, opening tile seems kind of just stupid, you know, to assume it would be. Yeah. Devil's advocate again, though, two years is a very quick turnaround time. You're absolutely right. That's fast. And mm-hmm. granted, you, you've got New York built up already. A lot of those assets are already made. And, you know, we don't know what their production pipeline looks like. I mean, who knows how long it takes them to. I mean, we'll also think about, you know, whenever the game comes out, gameplay wise, how much did they innovate? What are the interactions like? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it's just a new 30 hour story plugged into what's essentially Spider-Man PS4, but running at native 4K and higher frame rate or something like that. That's a lot different than, yeah, like building out <coughs> Spider-Man 2. You yeah. know, it's like the derogatory thing where people say, oh, this is some so-and-so 1.5. I think that's probably what we'll be getting. But that's fine because Spider-Man 1 was so fucking good. Yeah, it was my and favorite I'm, game of the PlayStation 4 generation. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm, I'm in for a, a half step. I'm in for just more story. I, I have no problem with that. When the first one's so good, it'd be different with something like – the most recent example I can think of is when Destiny 2 came out and people were calling it Destiny 1.5. Well, they're saying that derogatorily because, well, Destiny 1 wasn't great. You barely patched things up to where it's like we're having a good time now. And now <laughs> you're saying, oh, give me another $60. We're moving on to the second one yeah. where we get to repeat the cycle. Mm-hmm. When you have something like Spider-Man that came out and was just like fucking awesome, then, then I don't mind if you're going to be like, all right, 40 bucks, we're going to do a Ratchet and Clank length. 1.5 type of game great that's fine sign me up give me i'm gonna i'm eating okay <laughs> totally uh, totally i have no problem with that uh next up gorilla games has confirmed that horizon forbidden west which i'm still not sure if i'm supposed to say horizon 2 or just horizon forbidden west the developers say horizon forbidden west but the the logo clearly has a two in there i don't know they gotta, they gotta let me know uh is officially targeting a 2021 release date as announced in their newly published developer talk video 
Other things noted in the video are the map will stretch from Utah to the Pacific Ocean. The game will have virtually no loading screens between fast travels and reloading. A uh, slightly larger map than Zero Dawn, but with extensive underwater exploration and dozens of <coughs> new machine types. Uh, they also released some new key art. That, uh, it's like kind of a big wide poster for the game. We saw some Velociraptor looking dinos. Hyped. Nice. Hyped for some. Oh like, yeah, I see that they're on the left side. Yeah, yeah, dude. But uh, this is cool. I'm I'm glad they came out and said this is the date we're looking for. And I think that was probably what we had talked about, where so many of these games are so in flux that like maybe they didn't want to put 2021 in their big trailer if they weren't sure because of you know working at home and stuff. But uh, yeah, looks like that's when we will be seeing the game. Fucking stoked, man. I I don't really have much to say other than that than just really looking forward to it. Ethan, did you ever play the Horizon games? No, I didn't play the Horizon games. He did. Yes, he did. We all talked about replaying it recently. Right. You're right. I forgot. I think Ethan said he hadn't played the DLC. I started the DLC. I have to go back and finish the DLC. Uh, We did talk about this. Yeah, I was going to go back and finish Spider-Man's side missions and and the the bad guy hangouts or whatever. And then I was going to finish the Horizon Zero Dawn. A DLC after I do Uncharted 4. Ethan's trying you to tie this. up O on the PlayStation 4 generation. He's going back, <laughs> tying up loose ends. Yeah, because like, uh, man, so, okay, if I buy The Last of Us 2, yeah, when the PS5 comes out, uh, am I buying it again? I don't think so. Because keep in mind, we don't this know is a big for thing. sure. Well, we know for sure that it's going to be backwards compatible either way. Also, what about Bloodborne? Am I going to be able to play by Bloodborne on my PS5? Probably. Probably. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me answer your question. Because what we know right now is that Sony is working on PlayStation 4 backwards compatibility. And they've said that they expect the majority of PlayStation 4 software to run at launch. So as far as Bloodborne like one of the biggest PlayStation 4 exclusives that's going to run. Everything first party is going to run. The latest thing that we heard was that any PlayStation 4 game that's coming out after July, I'm sorry, starting July and then going forward, they're saying those have to run on PlayStation 5. It's part of like the dev kit and part of the certification because basically all their tool sets now for PlayStation 4 games include PlayStation 5 backwards compatibility stuff what in is it, I guess you could say. PlayStation 5, like, version gonna be better? I don't think so. I, I think... Oh, and again, this is something they haven't confirmed so or anything. This is, all us, this is just us yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those questions are there for sure. So I don't see it being any different for the end user than when you bought a PlayStation 4 game and then, and then just, you put it in your console and it downloaded an update. And hey, now in the patch notes, it says this one has PS4 Pro support now. So if you're playing it on a PS4 Pro, it's going to be in the 4K mode now. Or you've got a mode to, to switch to the performance or frame rate modes. For anything first party, you're pretty much guaranteed to be fine. Like you're going to get the PlayStation 5. Hey, on PS5 only, it runs with higher resolution shadows. It runs at 60 FPS, blah, blah, blah. You're going to get those for free. I can almost guarantee it. And of course, that has the asterisk up in the top, and at the bottom it says "absolutely." I can't. I guarantee. I say, you, guys, <laughs> you guys heard of your Travis? Yeah. Travis guarantee. 
Um, yeah, right now, this man, is your insurance policy. When Sony man, doesn't update it, you say, but Travis said, I just I, I, can't. At 10 minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> I just can't handle the uncertainty, man. It's too much stress. That's fair. And that's what I mean when I'm talking about this. Like, I, something has to happen in August where it's like they start answering questions. You need to start answering questions now. I have questions. I've got my own now. questions, too. This is what we were talking about with, like, whether or not I'm going to get the digital edition of the about PS5. This now. And, and, like, I would be okay with the digital edition, but I need to know. It looks so clean. What does like refunds look like on the PlayStation Store now? Ah. If it, am I going to be able to refund things? Am I going to have like a time limit where it's like if I play X amount of hours, then I can't refund anymore? Kind of like Steam. Yeah. Am I going to be able to uh, know that like if the worst case scenario happens, if my account gets banned? Like right now, if you got banned for some reason on PlayStation, you lose your whole digital library. <gasps> What about yeah, all of that? What happens when they unban me? Do I get it back? I don't think. I mean, if you got unbanned, sure. But if right now, as far as I know, like I've never seen anyone get unbanned from the PlayStation <laughs> Network. Like it's just always it, a permanent. It can be something as simple. Do you as get like, like a warning? It, no, that, that's the thing. Is wow. like it, I've read horror stories where like the last one I read was Zero on Reddit, maybe a year ago policy. now. But it was a guy whose like PlayStation Network ID was a word that's technically a swear word in some other language but like in his language like it's literally Hoff his fucking name like it's just his name and so like he wasn't trying to be derogatory sure. but it tripped square uh sony's um you know filters or whatever bunch, because someone a reported bunch of it fucking bots <laughs> and uh and his account gets banned and he reaches out to him he's like Hey, what can I do? Blah, blah, blah. And I think what they, after like months of like escalating and customer service, what they finally were able to do was like, and this was before PlayStation name changes were a thing. Like it was just like months before that finally finished. Uh, and I think what they ended up doing for him was like, we can give you a new account and like you can have your new name that you can pick and you'll get your purchases back, but you'll lose like all of your trophies and anything like associated with the account other than like games and stuff. Mm. So the technology is technically there. But there needs to be a more upfront like solution. Uh, and again, like I hope I'm not doing anything that's going to get me banned on the PlayStation Network. But if I do get banned, I need to know that I'm not losing purchases that date all the way back to the launch of the PlayStation 3. Like I've had the same account. I've If I had to think about it, I've probably spent easily thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars on PlayStation Network since I was 16. Like and that that's a huge history that I would hate to lose and like on stuff like that. If I'm going to get a digital only console, I need to know that like that I'm taking care of in that event. Cause if you were offline or if you were a disc only console, well, if I own games offline then it's fine, I can, you can't take away the copy I have of the last of us two on disc. Right. But you can't, can't get the patch. But you but can't put it in the machine. You could. Well, yeah, if I had the digital edition, I couldn't. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like that's, that's going to be the deciding factor among other questions I need answered. So as far as the patches, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be like last generation where you had to buy the last of us remastered mm-hmm. because it's not the workload's mm-hmm. not the same. Mm-hmm. Like making a PS three game <laughs> or on PS four is significantly more work than this, where it is just, you go into the I and I file and you say, okay, well where we were running at 1080p before now we're running at 2160p mm-hmm. click the green go button. Like it's much simpler now to make that port. So I, I think you're secure in that if you buy the last of us now, you are not going to have to rebuy it. Same with Ghost of Tsushima. Same with Uncharted Four. Uh, the question comes down to stuff I'm, I'm like talking about Bloodborne specifically, or Bloodborne. Yeah, like that's <laughs> that, it will be backwards compatible. If if that was the game I had to play for the rest of my life, 
it it would be that game. <laughs> I think that will be fine. Um, now in the event it that would be fine, a Bloodborne remaster does get made, <laughs> oh. and like someone like Blue Point oh. ports the game, that's different. Like that, maybe they do so, make you buy that again. So I'm going to go on a Bloodborne tangent here for just a second. Do it, man. The guy Lance it. McDonald. Um, shout out to you, Lance, on Twitter and all the other things. This guy is the dude that got uh, the mod. Is he that modder? Yes, he's the, doing the 30, he's the guy who got yeah. it with a modded. It's a modded PS4 dev kit. Yeah, and he just has a couple what? of like programs running on it, and he has like basically ha- he has like the uh, what did he say the um, like a an alpha patch or a, a, a one of the patches of a, a very early build of Bloodborne that he is like going around it's 60 fps it's at 720 i think yeah he had to craft yeah, the resolution but it, it is smooth as butter and yeah, it looks great he he does like visceral attacks and he has like the free camera on so he can freeze it and then like rotate and like swing the and camera look at around, everything yeah. yeah and he's got like uh you know he can fly and uh clip through walls and the floor and shit to look through everything and there's all this cool little stuff and uh, the funniest thing was he was when you do the visceral attack where you like shove your arm into their chest and like all that blood comes out. Yeah. Apparently your weapon like gets really, really tiny, almost like a thumbnail. Oh, they shrink the weapon and, and, and it's in the pa- and it's in the palm of your hand still. But it's, and then they just blow it back. It's up. just really small and you have That's to zoom funny. in. But it's but every time you do something where you like put it away. There's always like a, a fucking little little thing there, even on some of the NPCs. And I think some of the bosses too. very specific yeah. ones. And I just thought that was funny, but he's doing some crazy stuff. Uh, he's about to give that mod uh, specifically with some less features to Jesus. Here's toast, which is uh-huh. another uh, Bloodborne player who he this dude literally uh, speed runs the trophy run every single day on his channel. Um, where he sets up like a guest account and he boots up the game so he can get every trophy again and he just goes through it and gets every trophy in a fucking day yeah in a fucking day it takes him like eight hours that's to get get everything like you you know you have to do some of the chalice dungeons which is annoying which is what would take like extra extra time yeah so because you have to do it for one trophy and i did it once i never did it again so I love speed runs. <laughs> pretty crazy. Speed runs are so <laughs> pretty good. crazy. You're just like, I'm not doing this shit anymore. Yeah. I'm done with it. Uh, well, Drew, you kind of did game. a what at one moment? Um, so he has an actual PlayStation 4 development kit that he yeah. got a hold of somehow. Something like That's that. Yeah, he wasn't. Those are very difficult to he get. He didn't talk too specifically about it. And he also. He wouldn't. Yeah, yeah and he unless also, he's a game developer, he wouldn't want to talk too much wanna, about um, it. He, he said he has very close relationships with people in the industry at a yeah. certain level. Um, but yeah, he because basically those things are licensed out by Sony. They want to know who has it, when and where at any given time. Yeah, he even said if it's some not of at the, the place um, that it's allowed to be in. And he like because he can't take that thing online. Yeah, that's what he no, was saying. Track it, yeah. and they'll be like, oh, it's at this address. So we're going to like remote disable. <laughs> he it. said something about like the uh, the font that's used for the uh, the one of the menus for the, the dev kit is like uh, copyrighted. So he yeah. couldn't even, yeah, he can't even show like that part up on a, on a thing, uh, yeah, on a stream or a video. Yeah, yeah, he was very, he was like, I'm never going to, you know, stream 
doing that uh, on that. Because yeah. this is, I think he does it through a program on his computer. So I'm not sure. Yeah, because some of the stuff he was doing, I was thinking that when I was looking at the videos, where it's like, this seems like he's getting access to more than you'd be able to from just a, uh, mm-hmm. a jailbreak. Yeah, he has PS4. a couple of like his, well, oh, dude, I, he he wrote his own patch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, and, like, and that's only stuff that you could compile and deploy if you were doing it from a dev. Yeah, kit. and he said something about like he was looking because he was trying to get all of the like the NPCs to go at 60 frames and it was messing up like their tracking or their their uh, their predetermined, you know, their path. Their path. Yeah. And yeah. he was saying he couldn't figure out what to do. So in the end, he had to go through every number in a certain like list and look for every iteration that it said 30 and then change Mm -hmm. it to 60 and look to see if that was the one that fixed the pathing. And he said, he finally got it. So this guy is, is crazy in in depth and it's really, he's dedicated and he started streaming some of the stuff that he's exploring now. And it's really fun to watch it because it's just one. It looks so good because it's 60 frames. Yeah, that, I I really do hope that you get that Bloodborne remaster Man, of your dreams one day because it's clear that From Software is not going to patch it. So it, it in Blue Point we trust. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, EA Games has finally come back to Steam after almost a ten year leave after the company moved to its own digital distribution platform, Origin. Uh, like I think in like twenty. 10 or 2011. I don't think it's been quite a decade, but it's been at least nine years. Uh, the first batch of software went up in early June, but some of the comp- company's heaviest hitters were sup- suspiciously missing in action. This week, all of the Battlefield games since Battlefield 3, the Mass Effect series, and the Star Wars Battlefront series have become available on Steam. Origin Access is also set to be made available on Steam in the summer. So we finally can uninstall Origin, guys. <laughs> yeah, you know, I remember the only reason I ever had Origin installed was because a few years ago you were like, "Hey, Origin's giving away Mass Effect 2. Go download that yeah. shit." Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, I'm sure that was one of the reasons I they've given. I have it because like I have the Steam, the Sims 2 on there, and like I actually have a lot of games I own through Origin. But what do I have uh, Origin it, for? I think I have it. For you had it for Apex because I installed it just to benchmark yeah. your new computer. Yeah. Uh, but this is cool, and technically, this isn't the first thing they've released recently because they did also release um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order when that came out. It launched on Steam as well, so they've been flirting with them, but now they're finally, finally bringing over the whole Origin library over to the to Steam again, which is very nice. Apparently, it's doing very well for them already. I think I saw Star, Star Wars Battlefront Two is the eighth best selling game on Steam at the moment on the top sellers list over there. Like uh, the new one. Well, the latest uh, Battlefront, yeah, Battlefront okay. Two, yeah. Uh, to see, see that I shouldn't eight, say that's, new. I'm that's sorry. Cool, yeah, I mean you're, you ain't wrong. Uh, <laughs> continuing on with EA and Star Wars, Star Wars Squadrons was announced this week prior to EA Play 2020 and set uh, with the release date. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I wrote that weird. Prior to EA 2020, which is going to happen on the 18th, so tomorrow. Um, so we're, of course, recording this a day early. We've been doing it on Thursdays for a while. This is Wednesday. So we haven't actually seen Squadrons yet. We I don't even know if you guys watched the trailer. It's yeah, basically the just CGI a cinematic trailer. trailer. Oh, I did, yeah. Or cinematic, whatever. Yeah, because yeah, it. it's another one where EA loves to do this with the Star Wars games. It's in-engine, but it's not CGI, but also the game will not look like this because right. like, none of the Battlefront games or the Battlefield games ever did. I mean, they're pretty, um, but... They're pretty, but they ain't that pretty. Uh, 
is described as a, quote, immersive first-person space dogfighting experience, end quote, and will release on PS4, Xbox One, and PC for $40 on October 2nd, and will feature VR support on PS4 and PC. That's exciting. Is it, but is it, like, just going to be the Battlefront, like, dogfighting, like, just a little bit more expanded? Because... We'll I mean, I don't know. Tomorrow. We just have to see. I'm hoping it's full blown fucking like Rogue Squadron HD. That's what I'm if looking for because like the Rogue Squadron Rogue games Squadron were like in VR. Yeah, you're oh my insane. god, you, you aim too high. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think that we could be getting something like that. I think it will be more be awesome. expansive than the Battlefront dogfighting. I do. I, I don't think it's going to be three abilities. And a cooldown or something, and like in that and smaller maps, I, I think it will be something fucking more. Uh, speed bar or whatever it is that they have whatever. at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, I it, the, the, the ship yeah. fighting wasn't like awful. It just it got old real fast, like exactly yeah, really yeah. quick. It was not worth like weeks and weeks of playing. So yeah, I, I'm I have tempered expectations. It's EA. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is being done by EA Motive, who I believe have historically been more of a support team on like the Battlefield games. Um, and it being a $40 experience, I mean, that kind of that tells you right there what EA is looking to, to get out of this game. Uh, I will have a single player campaign as well as a multiplayer mode, obviously. But they did confirm that the game will not have any microtransactions, but that there will be lots of unlockables and cosmetics and shit like that. Um, as far as where it takes place in the Star Wars timeline, it is set after Return of the Jedi during the final days of the Empire and the beginnings of the New Republic. So Interesting. No, okay. no original trilogy stuff here. I'm with Travis. I'm hoping like because uh, the Rogue Squadron games on like the N64 and GameCube were absolutely some of my favorite games back in the day. And yeah, I'm hoping for something like that. Yeah, I mean, that's what I yeah. want. I don't want more of Battlefront 2. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm hoping EA doesn't just like rehash that and fucking do what they always do, man. Fuck nah. us in the butt. I've, no, it's not even about fucking us in the butt. Faith, I it's, think. it's about how far can they stretch that dollar, bro? Or, you know. You just want something with a little more longevity and not necessarily as bare bones. Yeah. As the the okay. combat that was in yeah. in Battlefront, which is fine yeah. and that's yeah. fair. It's I mean, totally agree. With in, Battle, like, in the Battlefront games, they're just another vehicle that you I drive. I want like a this fallen is, order, focusing on. but in the you know, but a but a game in the in, in ships, you know, X wing versus. I want fighting, that man. level of uh, <laughs> of um, care taken with it and put in you know put into it. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll definitely too. hopefully we get it. Yeah. We will find out more tomorrow and probably talk about this next week. Uh, I have hopes. I have high hopes for a living, but um, you know, what's the rest of that song? What's that? High, high, high hopes, high for, hopes a for a living. It's on Target all the time. I'm I fucking the next so line. tired of it here. That was the one you gave me the Nala Nas. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Good song. Back at the disco. Good, good group. Uh, next, Riot Games. They just can't stay out of the news. Executive Ron Johnson, global head of consumer products, was placed on leave last week, late last week, pending investigation of a Facebook post he made about George Floyd's death, saying that it is, quote, a learning opportunity for people and their kids to not follow his alleged crime criminal lifestyle. God damn, stupid, dude. This guy fucking sucks. Holy asshole. shit. 
The post also included an image with blocked text claiming the media and the left had made Floyd into a martyr with a list of his criminal offenses. Following the investigation, Riot Games has fired the executive and offered the following statement, quote, as we shared last week, Riot is taking thoughtful and deliberate action to help combat racism and injustice in the communities where we work and live. To start, we're committing $1 million to areas that we know we can make an impact, including justice reform, long-term solutions to address racial bias, and support for local Black-owned businesses. We're also striving to change the face of our industry and create opportunities, including by investing $10 million in the founders un- or in founders underrepresented Uh, in the games industry and helping create a future pipeline of underrepresented talent for the gaming and tech world. We know that there's much work to be done and we vow to do our part in quotes. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Holy Uh, shit. This is this the same asshole that's like farting in people's faces. No, it wouldn't surprise me, but like different executive. We talked about that in the past, Ethan, that was part of their sexual uh, harassment lawsuit that they're still going through right now. Oh my God. um, Dude. No. Yeah. If you vice was the one who originally reported on this, they have the, uh, the Facebook post screenshotted. So if you, really feel the need to look at the whole thing you can but uh yeah just a completely brain dead thing to post shit that's such when he posted it and good on riot for getting rid of this guy so quickly the investigation did not take long they announced investigating it put him on leave immediately and then within a few days he had uh they announced that he had been fired so i think that same week dude um yeah so obviously we didn't report on this last week because we mostly talked about the playstation 5 reveal but yeah, I don't know, man. The, the culture at Riot and the upper management really executive levels is just some fucking restructuring. Yeah, I, like, I don't understand how they constantly end up in the news for the worst shit. Yeah, and like, uh, I yeah, yeah. But, we're all. I think we're all on the same page here. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Next, new Pokemon Snap has been re- has been revealed for the Nintendo Switch. And that's the name. You got to say the whole thing, or Google won't know what you're talking about. It's just called New Pokemon Snap. That's what's going to say on the box. Uh, the game was showed off during Pokemon during today's Pokemon Present video event, and no release date was given. Ethan, I know you wanted me to type up a, a thesis <laughs> a on this or just a bit more detail. How are you not excited um, about Pokemon Snap? Did you not? Were you, I didn't say were I was you excited. Not, were you a Pokemon Snap? Did you hate Todd? Is that what it was? It just looks like Pokemon Snap. I was like, <laughs> Todd. To Todd. It, just, was, it looks like more Pokemon Snap. Uh, someone did say, I saw a quote from one of the developers that finally there would did. be never before seen Pokemon expressions oh my God. in this game. So look forward to that. <laughs> totally worth sixty dollars. Uh, also, if you pay attention, you can see a Magikarp get murdered in the trailer. Nice. Um, Wait, what? Is he murdered? Like murdered by what? Like eaten? A, like a Pidgeot? Like fucking carries off a Magikarp yeah, to like, but, go eat but it? Pidge- oh, I thought you were expect. I thought you were saying that just like he's like getting butchered or something. Okay, nah, fine. Magikarp, Magikarp gets carried off by a Magikarp's Pidgeot. Like that's, fine. that's nature. Or scales are like as hard as like steel. It's like. That Pidgeot. Oh, so you think that Magikarp's that fine? Pidgeot, that, pi- that Pidgeot. <laughs> that Pidgeot. That Pidgeot ain't getting shit, man. We're shipping Pidgeot and Magikarp as a couple. They're Pidgeot today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, new Pokemon Snap. I mean, no, it looks good. I, I, I'd probably play it. I'm I, excited, man. I don't you know. know what the fuck you want from me. Switch, I don't know. I, I'm kind of into it. Like, I... Yeah, that's all I'll say. Yeah, I'm kind it's of into one of those it. games. It's like it made sense on the N64 when the hardware is not really capable of too much. Pokemon Snap is literally a mini game. 
Yeah, the Switch. <laughs> it should just be the Switch part of the Pokemon the game that everyone already bought last year. You know what they? You know what this? You know what this really needs is they need to make it Pokemon Stadium three and then have Pokemon uh, new, new Pokemon Snap and as a mini be, game. See, yeah. that's what I like. Stadium yeah, I want a new Pokemon. I want new Pokemon Stadium. Go exactly. fuck yourself, Ethan. Stadium Pokemon two. Stadium was great. Oh wait, or am I thinking of Coliseum? No, Stadium two was awful. You know, is, is it had, that's the thing is it like Pokemon it the, Sword like, and Shield were supposed to just be stadium because of like all stadium was or it's intent, which is oh here's a Pokemon game, but like the battles are like big deal in 3D and yeah. all that stuff. Like uh, uh, it is funny too but if you see all the comparisons on like, Pokemon Stadium. <laughs> one, one of the most underrated things about Pokemon Stadium were the mini games. Those things were awesome. Mini game park. I, I don't yeah, even remember. I played that shit so much as a kid. So much. Uh, there's so, a lot so of good comparisons online because this is actually not being developed by Game Freak. It's being developed by. Um, oh, no. <laughs> oh shit! Is the it people that did fucking the Coliseum? The, no, uh, hey, the Eevee oh, and the hey you Pikachu. No, the Eevee and the the Pikachu one. Oh. Uh, I say that Pokemon is. I'm asking. Eevee I'm Pokemon saying, let's it, go Pikachu. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. I, I just know it's not Game Freak because someone posted the video or a comparison of like how much better Pokemon Snaps environments in Pokemon look yeah. than Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But uh, yeah, yeah. Pokemon new Pokemon Snap. Snap look forward Click. to. Picture. Next. Persona 4 Golden has released on Steam as of June 13th during its reveal at the place or the PC gaming show, marking the first time a Persona game has been released on the platform and the first time a mainline Persona game has released outside of PlayStation. The port was handled by Atlas Japan directly and supports high resolutions up to 4K, includes both English and Japanese voiceover options keyboard and mouse and controller support along with button remapping new high resolution assets and supports arbitrary frame rates upwards of 160 frames per second that's fucking dope that's cool yeah uh i remember persona 4 just being very highly regarded especially whenever golden came out on the vita it is the highest rated game on playstation vita no shit it's basically been trapped there ever since (laughs) wow yeah so this Um, is the first time it's been released outside of vita this for as much as, as you highly praise Persona 5, I've been wanting to get into Persona games, and I think I might buy this just to give it a shot, you know? This is definitely the cheapest entry point uh, that you could get right now and the most accessible. It's only 20 bucks on Steam. That was a big worry. A lot of people were wondering if, if because it's Atlas, it's gonna be, yeah. it was going to be like $30, $40, even $50. But yeah, $19.99 on Steam. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, uh, Durante, $20. who is a big person in the PC gaming community does a lot of uh, patches and stuff. Ethan, you could most appreciate his work because he got his start fixing Dark Souls for PC when it first came out and uh, was able to, he made DS fix and was <gasps> able to. Uh, wow. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> Ethan knows what DS fix is. That's, that's who Durante that's is. Really yeah. He's big. been doing like wow. awesome like uh, patches the for like Japanese games and stuff. All. Yep, he's a star, wow. man. That's uh, awesome. He did a breakdown of the quality of the port for IGN and basically was just like, yeah, I have, I can't find a thing wrong with this. Outside of the uh, the fact that he was unable to run the game higher than 160 FPS uh, because of like some some issue with the draw calls and the renderer or whatever, stuff that goes over my head, so I know you guys don't care. Uh, <laughs> but 
yeah, overall, it seems like a great way to play the game. And yeah, if, if you're someone who thought Persona 5 looked interesting, but you weren't sure if you wanted to throw all that money at it, you didn't want to get Royal because it was 60 bucks, but you didn't want to pay for 5 because it's not the full game anymore, check out Persona 4 Golden. It's great. Uh, the only downside I would say compared to the newer games is that it still has the old version of the dungeon mechanic where you don't have unique dungeons each time you're going after someone. You just have like randomly generated uh, <clears throat> dungeons that you go through. So that can look a little less interesting, but the gameplay is still great. I personally feel like the story and the characters are still the best in the series, uh, but still a great taste if you are at all interested in the series is a great way to dive in yeah i'm i'm definitely about it yeah and it go. should run on your shoe like it's one of those games that like <laughs> it's like just it's a vita game like you can play it on just about anything oh man i'm playing persona 4 on my fridge right now it's amazing fuck yeah dude fuck yeah uh next our final piece of news cd project is giving away free copies of the witcher 3 on pc through its what? GOG Galaxy 2.0 store to anyone that already owns the game on any other platform except the Nintendo Switch. You're not allowed. Uh, <laughs> all you have to do is link the platform you own the game on to your GOG Galaxy account and claim the free copy before June 23rd. If you already own the game on GOG, you'll actually receive a gift copy that you can then share with a friend if, you have, if you've got a friend who still hasn't played The Witcher 3 God yet. damn. God yeah. bless fucking CD Projekt. They yeah, are so amazing. If you have popped trophies for it on PlayStation or Xbox, even if you only own the disc version, you don't even have to have the digital copy, you uh link your account to gog and then it'll just pop up and be like oh hey you can claim this offer now and uh get the pc version and it's drm free because gog's uh gog.com good old games uh which is a store run by cd project red if that was not clear um they only sell drm free software so i need to go do that download it you don't have to put a cd key you can Put it on a hard drive, take it to your friend's house, they can play it. Doesn't Fucking matter. EA, take a note, man. CD Projects killing it. CD Projects awesome. Yeah, they these if there was a nice guy in the video game industry, it's CD Project for sure. Yeah, it, absolutely. At least as far as the consumer facing side is is concerned. Uh but yeah, that's all the news I have for everyone this week. Nice. Ethan, it sounded like you were about to say something. No, I was asking uh, what I the, think I cut you what off. What the GOG is. What what is Oh, GOG uh, stands for good old games. GoGame.com. GOG.com. It's basically it's a DRM free game. I have the um, Beholder trilogy. What's that? So Dungeons and Dragons? It's uh, owned and operated by Mm -hmm. CD Projekt. Do I have to make a do I have to make a thing? Yeah, I think so. If it's a place that you're gonna buy something, yes, you have to have an account, Ethan. You're so anti-account, dude. You're so I mean, pro he's, he's giving out on your one information. No, that's not true. Uh, so wait, it doesn't say it's free on here. Where is it? Where is it? Where do I get this? We're gonna do this right now. Well, yeah, I think you have to have a copy of it already. Yeah, I do on PlayStation 4. He owns it on oh, PS4. Okay, okay. Yeah, nice. Uh, Ethan, you would have to install GOG no. Galaxy, which is like <laughs> it's their version of like the no. Steam client. Oh. And actually, I will say uh, I've only been using it a little bit the last couple days. Uh, GOG Galaxy is pretty cool. Um, you, and it, yeah, I think by I'm the way, we are not this. supported by GOG or CD Project. I hashtag not an say ad. This. Yeah, hashtag not an ad. But uh, if you link your accounts and yeah. stuff, like when I open it up, it has it looks a lot like Steam, and it has 
like your library right up the front and it shows you your library for like every platform. So I can see like my PlayStation trophies and percentages in here. Oh, dude, that's right. neat. It has like all of your friends across all the platforms. So this, I see my Steam friends, my Xbox friends, and my PS4 friends all in one category on the right. Oh, and it fuck. says which platform they're on and what they're playing. You can filter your games based on which platform you own them on. So like if I'm holy shit, is this like I'm the program here, to end all programs? Like what the fuck? Like the front end for all front ends. It, it yeah. feels like it. Yeah. Uh, it says like like up at the top it has recently played out played by me but it it's it also has like not just my pc games but oh hey he played final fantasy 7 remake and final fantasy 10 shows what your friends have been playing uh breaks it down into games you own by platform it's got slay the spire on there yeah you like i have my epic account my origin steam and you play accounts all linked so like i can see my library between each of those platforms you can do your installs through here as well so you don't have to boot up epic game store just to install your copy of batman that you own there you can just click install and it'll just do it through this app it's oh, pretty cool. definitely uh, downloading really this well. right now holy shit um, gog store all runs through here too um and again gog what's great about them is just it's all it's all drm free and I'm, I'm a big fan of drm free stuff because again that that's about as close as you can get to owning something digitally if you download it it doesn't matter if someone's server goes down <laughs> It doesn't matter if you lost your CD key. There is no CD key. Like you just have the software and you can install it and copy and paste it wherever you want. Make a million backups. If you really want to, you could just buy it once and give it to all your friends. Like there's no mechanism in place that like you can put it on a flash drive and share it around. Yeah. Uh, This is fucking so cool. Wow. That's like you wouldn't download a car. I would totally (laughs) download a car. Are you kidding me? I know, right? If I could just download a car right now. Get out of oh here. My God. Of course I would. Mindy Kaling has a really funny joke about that. I would say I'm just demoing it. <laughs> I'm just doing it. I'm just using it as a demo. I'll probably buy it eventually when it's on sale for $5. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I mean, Honda doesn't need to make a profit off of it. It's okay. No, Honda's fine. Honda's yeah, going to be fine. Be okay. okay. Yeah. Just let me download my car. <laughs> Boys, do you have anything else for me this week? I know this was a short episode. We didn't have a whole lot of news. Didn't have a whole um, lot of new things that we played. No, nah, which is fair. Lot. Yeah, it's fine. We're waiting for the <laughs> last of us, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the wait. dog in that meme where the room is on fire. Yeah, it's fine. This is fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. eh, you know, last of us two. Whatever. <laughs> Ethan, I was thinking about you the other day. I think about you every day. Uh. I had a, another like time frame for coronavirus in my head because just before it all went down, we were going to get cheesesteaks together. We were going to use that mm-hmm. coupon mm-hmm. I had cheesesteaks. Do buy cheese one steaks. get one cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks sounds oh, really good. You guys got to you guys got to let me know when you get cheesesteaks, and I'll get cheesesteaks, and we can get on Discord. and We can have a cheesesteak party. We can party. have a cheesesteak party. <laughs> 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 I don't know, Ethan. Do you have anywhere nearby that you can get a good cheesesteak? Uh. Because I go to a little Jersey, uh, Jersey Mike's. Mike's. Yeah, maybe like. Uh, oh, does Jersey Mike's actually make a decent cheesesteak? Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's okay. good. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. And it's, then, um, it's pretty good. They give you a lot okay. of meat. Then what's? They don't have any cheese whiz. So if you want a uh, classic style cheesesteak, you're yeah. But I just don't like cheese whiz. Yeah, no, yeah. Whiz. Um, I've been getting their. Uh, they have the big Kahuna. <laughs> so it's the, it's beef and then, uh, white cheddar cheese and I think it's extra cheese on this one and then it's got the peppers <clears> and onions. <throat> grilled and then jalapenos mm. and then also grilled mushrooms 
And then I think it's got like a Chipotle mayo. I still on. like a Lenny's cheese steak sometimes, you know? Just I love a good Chipotle mayo. Oh man, I've been on such a Chipotle mayo kick. It's so good, dude. My 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 at it's home just, sandwich. It's just lately. like ultimate white people sauce, dude. It's <laughs> no, because not every white people not every white people like a spice. <laughs> okay, that's the difference. That's the difference is you're getting the spice in there. It spices it up a little bit, you know. But that's that's been my sandwich lately. Is I've had the uh, the Pepperidge Farm butter bread. Yeah, because it's a nice, slightly longer slice of bread. Uh, okay, chipotle mayo, uh-huh. an oven roasted turkey, and then butter lettuce uh, and some nice thick Roma tomato slices, oh, and then love pepper some jack butter cheese. Lettuce. Yeah, the Tillamook pepper jack. Oh, gotta get that Tillamook, dude. That's and yeah. Then that's if I wasn't lazy from the last time I used the air fryer, I air up fry some bacon because I could air fry bacon in like eight minutes. So by the time I get all my <laughs> ingredients out. Get my sandwich going. The air fryer pings and it's ready with the hot, tasty bacon that I can throw on my sandwich just as I'm ready for it. Nice, nice. But uh, yeah, that's man, a Chipotle solid mayo, dude. sandwich. Chipotle mayo is a game changer. It really is. Mm-hmm. Although, here's my issue with Chipotle mayo, and something I've been—it's a quandary I've been dealing with recently. Uh, it doesn't work like the way mayo does on just like any sandwich. What else do you do with a Chipotle mayo? What are the kind of sandwiches can you do? Because you can't make a ham sandwich. That doesn't sound right. I wouldn't want peppers and onions and chipotle flavors and stuff on a ham sandwich. Is hmm. turkey my only avenue? Do I, I could get like probably like a like the thin slice, like the roast chicken, like the boar's I mean, head chicken? I mean, I think you could do that with like a, like a nice roast beef, you know? You know, get get like a nice roast beef sandwich, put some peppers and onions on there, some chipotle mayo. I think you get a good sandwich. I mean, yeah, that's basically the Philly we were talking about. But yeah, well, true, true, true. Yeah. But I don't – I like roast beef. I tend to prefer it hot. Maybe I just got to go like spring for like some uh, some boar's head London broil. <laughs> you, you know, know what you should one, do. It's cooked like a medium, like medium rare, so even if I warmed it up, it won't be like overdone. Yeah. Because the cheap roast beefs, they're well done. You know, yeah. to no good. You can't get them hot. Right, right. So I don't know if you have a deli slicer at home. Maybe maybe what you should try and do is um, make your own roast. And do try you and just, have a deli slicer? <laughs> I don't, but my parents used to do that uh, whenever growing up. Yeah, they had a deli slicer. Just yeah, a big-ass mandolin. Dude, I have used a deli slicer. I'm not yeah. talking. Yeah, it I wasn't like, whole, a, it wasn't like a kitchen-grade deli slicer. <laughs> but yeah, it was a deli Yeah. I'm thinking of your mom putting on the long gloves, <laughs> going up to her H-E-B sized slicer. Because Drew wants a sandwich and just grabs the whole ham, throws it up there. He's like, all right, do you Here want that go. on a one yeah. or a two? Yeah. <laughs> just slicing <laughs> some fucking fresh ham for, for Drew. <laughs> There's my privilege. <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone doesn't have a deli in their kitchen? That's crazy. Yeah, right? Like a whole deli counter? Ethan, you've been oddly quiet during our sandwich talk. Yeah, no, I don't. I, Do you, you don't have any options for uh, me here? No, like I said, Jersey Mike's or, or Lenny's. Sometimes I still enjoy a good. How about a homemade sandwich, man? I know you don't cook a lot, but like, you gotta be able to throw together a sandwich. I mean, I've been using uh, Sprouts' grilled tur- uh, grilled chicken breasts lately. So you're, you're doing the ch- chicken breast, yeah, yeah. Like chicken breasts. I think those are like the only options, really, man. Yeah, ham. It's crazy. You- you know what? I've never oh, been like. Okay, well, I've never been a not? fan of like oh. turkeys or of like chicken slices, but like I'm getting tired of turkey slices, so I might switch over. Yeah, okay, you want to do your first venture in to the world of roasted chicken? Okay, go get 
Yeah. The, uh, Ooh, I'm excited. The boar's head. They have like a. I, I, I always say oven gold, but I think that's the name of like their roast turkey. Okay. But they'll know what you're talking about because they'll hear gold. <laughs> And they're like, oh, you mean ever roast or something like that. I think that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, the boar's head, like the ever roast or whatever. Yeah. Man, and just make sure they get on a one. It's going to be a bitch to like take it out of the package, but any thicker than a one, it's it's just going to fall fall apart. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what you want. You want to be able to stack and fold and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, The the boar's head roasted chicken, man. That's fantastic. Yeah. You melt like some Monterey Jack on that hoe. Woo. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, I'm getting hungry. We have to end this podcast. <laughs> this has been the Absent Minded Podcast, episode 54. In fact, if you enjoyed the show, head on over to absentmindedpodcast.com where you can always find the latest episodes of our main show, as well as our side series, Absent Minded Watches, where we just reviewed Tekken. Not great. Your Tekken yeah, that is was, mine. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Tekken is mine. Uh, <laughs> Or you can leave us a voice message with a question, comment, or topic of discussion that we might play on the air. Or you can donate $1, $5, or $10 via the listener support program. Or write into us at questions at absentmindedpodcast.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and like, subscribe, and share the show on your podcast platforms of choice. Leaving reviews on iTunes is especially incredibly helpful in getting us into the ears of more people. I have been one of your hosts, Travis Stockton, at Ray Charles R. With me, as always, on the other side of the internet is Ethan Newell at Souls Bjorn. And on the other, other side of the internet, living in the outer worlds, is Andrew Crandall. Go make a fucking sandwich. At Andrew Loves Video Games. I think I will. And with that, we all say to you, make that sandwich. Go make this. Enjoy it. <laughs>